Chapter 16 of Bransford of Rainbow Range by Eugene Manlove Rhodes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 16 The Land of Afternoon. Dreaming once more, love's old sad dream divine. Los Banos de Santa Eulalia del Norte, otherwise known as Mud Springs, is a Mexican hamlet with one street of about the same length los banos and company lies in a loop of the rio grande half of a long day from el paso in mere miles otherwise a contemporary of damascus and arpad thither mindful of the hot springs which supply the preliminaries of the name mr bransford made his way mindful too of sturdy old don francisco a friend twice bound by ancient service given and returned he climbed the slow long ridges to the high mesa for the river bent here in a long oxbow where a bold promontory shouldered far out to bar the way weary miles were to be saved by crossing the neck of this oxbow and the tough horse tired and lagged the slow sun rose as he reached the rim it showed the wide expanse of desert behind him flooded with trembling light eastward beyond the river the buttressed and fantastic peaks of fray cristobal their jutting shadows streaming into the gulf beyond athwart the silvery ribbon of gleaming water twining in mazy loops across the valley floor it showed the black rim at his feet a frowning level wall of lava cliff where the plain broke abruptly into the chasm beneath the iron desolation of the steep sides boulder-strewn savage and forbidding a land of old up heaven from the abyss long since there had been a flourishing mexican town in the valley a wagon road had painfully climbed a long ridge to the rim twisting doubling turning clinging hazardously to the hillside its outer edge a wall built up with stone till it came to the shoulder under the tremendous barrier from there it turned northward paralleling the rim in a mile-long curve above a deep gorge turning in a last desperate climb to a solitary gateway in the black wall torn out by flood-waters through slow centuries smallpox had smitten the people the treacherous river had devastated the fertile valley and subsiding left the rich fields a waste of sand the town was long deserted the disused road was gullied and torn by flood the soil washed away leaving a heaped and crumbled track of tangled stone but it was the only practicable way as far as the sand hills and jeff led his horse down the ruined path with many a turning back and a scrambling detour the shadows of the eastern hills drew back before him as he reached the sand dunes when he rode through the silent streets of what had been alamosita the sun peered over fray cristobal gilding the crumbling walls where love and laughter had made music where youth and hope and happiness had been silent now and deserted given over to lizard and bat and owl the smiling gardens choked with sand and grass springing with mesquite and tornillo a few fruit trees gnarled and tangled drooping for days departed when young mothers sang low lullaby beneath their branches passed away and forgotten hopes and fears tears and smiles birth and death joy and sorrow hatred and sin and shame falsehood and truth and courage and love 
the sun shone cheerfully on these grey ruins as it has shone on a thousand such and will shine jeff turned down the river past the broken asiquius to where a massive spur of basaltic rock had turned the fury of the floods and spared a few fields in this sheltered cove dwelt don francisco escobar in true pastoral and patriarchal manner his stalwart sons and daughters with their sons and daughters in turn in clustering adobes around him for neighbors the allied family of gonzales y ortega a cheerful settlement this of los banos nestling at the foot of the friendly rampart sheltered alike from flood and wind south and west the close black rim walled the horizon the fantasy of fray Cutabal closed in the narrow east but northward beyond the low sand-hills and the blue heat-haze the high peaks of Oregon, guadalupe and rainbow swam across the sleepy air far and soft and dim in their fields the gente of gonzales y ortega and of escobar raised ample crops of alfalfa wheat corn frijoles and chili with orchard vineyard and garden their cows sheep and goats grazed the foothills between river and rim watched by the young men or boys penned nightly in the great corrals in the old spanish fashion as if the moor still swooped and forayed their horses roamed the hills at will only a few being kept in the alfalfa pasture they ground their own grain tanned their cowhides at home mattress and pillow were wool of their raising their blankets and cloth their own weave there were granaries a wine-press a forge a cumbrous stone mill a great adobe oven like a monstrous beehive once a year their oxen drew the great high-sided wagons up the sandy road to el paso and returned with the year's marketing salt axes iron and steel powder and lead bolts of white domestic or a manta for sheets and shirtlings matches tea coffee tobacco and sugar perhaps if the saints had been kind there were a few ribbons trinkets or brightly colored prints of joseph and virgin and child st john the beloved the annunciation the children and christ perhaps an american rifle or a plough but for the most part they held not with innovations ploughed sowed and reaped as their fathers did threshing with oxen or goats the women sowed by hand cooked on fireplaces or better still in the open air under the trees with few and simple utensils the family ate from whitest and cleanest of sheepskins spread on the floor but the walls were snowy with whitewash the earthen floors smooth and clean the coarse linen fresh and white the scant furniture of the rooms a pine bed a chair or two a mirror a brass candlestick with homemade candles a cheap print on the wall a great chest for clothes blankets and simple treasures the bright fire in the cosy fireplace all combined to give an indescribable air of cheerfulness of homely comfort and of rest this quiet corner where people still lived as simply as when abraham went up from ur of the chaldees in the springtime of the world held for seeing eyes an incommunicable charm when jeff came at last to casa escobar the cattle were already on the hills the pigs and chickens far afield 
don francisco white-haired erect welcomed him eagerly indeed but with stately courtesy is it thou indeed my son now my old eyes are gladdened this day enter then amigo mio thrice welcome the house is thine in very truth nay the young men shall care for thy horse he raised his voice three tall sons abran zenobio donociano came at the summons gave bransford grave greeting and stood to await their father's commands fathers of families themselves they presumed not to sit unbidden to join in the conversation or to loiter breakfast was served presently in high state on the table reserved for honoured guests savoury venison chili fish eggs tortillas etoiles enchiladas cream and steaming coffee such was the fare don francisco sat gravely by to bear him company while a silently hovering damsel anticipated every need thence when his host could urge no more upon him to the deep shading cottonwoods wine was brought and the makings of cigarettes corn husks hand cut a great jar of tobacco and a brazier of mesquite embers at a little distance women washed wove or sewed the young men made buckskin fashioned quirts whips ropes bridle reins tie straps hobbles pack sacks and chaparejos of rawhide made cinches of horsehair wrought ox yokes plough beams and other things needful for their simple husbandry meanwhile don francisco entertained his guest with grave and leisurely recital of the year's annals mateo son of sebastian had slain a great bear in the pass of all the winds alicia daughter of their eldest was wed with young roman de la o of cañada nogales to the much healing of feud and ancient hatred diego son of usibio was proving a bold and fearless rider of wild horses with reason as behooved his father's son he had carried away the gallo at the fiesta de san juan with the fleet dung colt creased from the wild bunch at quemado the herds had grown the crops prospered all sorrow passed them by through the intercession of the blessed saints the year's trophies were brought he fingered with simple pride the great pelt of the silver tip antlers there were and lion skins gleaming prisms of quartz flint arrowheads and agates brought in by the shepherds the costly navajo blanket won by the fleet-limbed dun at cañada races hither came presently another visitor florentino baker of wild horses despite his fifty years wizened and withered and small merry and cheerful singer of forgotten folk-songs chanting even as he came the song of macario romero macario riding joyous and light-hearted spite of warning omen and sign love lured to doom and death concedama una licencia voy a ir a ver a me chata dice macario romero parando en los estribos madre pues esto voy a ver si todos son mis amigos and so listening weary and outworn jeff fell asleep 
observe now how nature insists upon averages mr jeff bransford was as has been seen an energetic man but outraged nerves will have their revenge after making proper amends to his damaged eye jeff's remnant of energy kept up long enough to dispatch young thomas escobar y mendoza to el paso with a message to hibbler which message enjoined hibbler at once to carry tidings to john wesley pringle somewhere in chihuahua asking him kindly to set right what arcadian times were out of joint as he jeff felt the climate of old mexico more favourable for his throat trouble than that of new mexico with a postscript asking hibbler for money by bearer and young tomas was instructed to buy at juarez a complete outfit of clothing for jeff including a gun this done the reaction set in aided perhaps by the enervating lassitude of the hot baths and the sleepy atmosphere of that forgotten village jeff spent the better part of a week asleep or half awake at best he had pleasant dreams too one perhaps the best dream of all was that on their wedding trip they should follow again the devious line of his flight from arcadia that would need a prairie schooner no a prairie steamboat a prairie yacht he could tell her all the hideous details show her the mine the camp of the besiegers the ambuscade on the road and if he could have eleanor meet griffith and gibson for a crowning touch after the strenuous violence of hand-strokes here was a drowsy and peaceful time the wine of that land was good the shade pleasant the elysian philosophy more delightful than of yore he had all the accessories but one of an earthly paradise man is ungrateful jeff was a man neglectful of present bounties his dreaming thoughts were all of the absent accessory and of a time when that absence should be no more nor paradise be empty life like the griffin's classical master had taught him laughter and grief he turned now the forgotten pages of the book of his years enough black pages were there as you will know well having yourself searched old records before now with tears he cast up that long account the wasted lendings the outlawed debts the dishonoured promises the talents of his stewardship unprofitable and brought to naught set down how gladly the items on the credit side so men have set the good upon one side and the evil on the other side since crusoe's days and before against the time when the great accountant whose values are not ours shall strike a final balance take that book at your elbow yes either one it doesn't matter now turn to where the hero first discovers his frightful condition long after it has become a neighbourhood property he bent his head in humility he was not worthy of her something like that those may not be the precise words but he groaned he always groans by the way how this man-saying must amuse womankind yes and they actually say it too real live flesh-and-blood men who was it said life was a poor imitation of literature happily either these people are insincere or they reconsider the matter else what might we do for families it is to be said that jeff bransford lacked this becoming delicacy if he groaned he swore also 
if he decided that miss eleanor hoffman deserved a better man than he was he also highly resolved that she should not have him for after all you know said jeff to alice i'm sure he's nothing extra a quiet man and plain and modest though there isn't much of which he could be vain and had i mind to chant his praise this were the kindest line somehow she loves him dearly this little love of mine End of chapter 16